Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Lift up your right hand with me. Please, everybody, do what I tell you to do. Everybody. Say, Father, I thank you for salvation. In you I live. In you I move. In you I move. In you I have my being. In you I have my being. This morning. This morning. I submit my mind. I submit my mind. My heart. My heart. My soul. My soul. And everything I am. And everything I have unto you, unto you, wash me, wash me by the blood, by the blood. Let your holiness, let your holiness overshadow me, overshadow. Let the life of God, 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 the life of God be my life, be my life. Let the power of the Holy Ghost, let the power of the Holy Ghost overflow in me, overflowing in me. Let the the Holy Ghost. Let the power of the Holy Ghost overflow in me. Overflow in me. I decree and declare. I decree and declare. I am the battle axe of the Lord. I am the battle axe of the So Lord. I put on. So I put on that identity. That identity. And I destroy. And I destroy the works of the enemy. The works of the for enemy. This for this purpose. The Son of God. The Son of God was made manifest. Was made manifest that He might destroy. He might destroy the works of the enemy. The works of the enemy. I destroy. I destroy every works of the enemy. Works of the enemy. In my life. In my life. In my family. In my family and in my generation. And in in the name of Jesus, the let, the glory of God let the glory of God manifest, manifest in, my generation, in my generation through me. Through me. Let, the glory of God let the glory of God manifest, manifest in, power in power through my life, through my, life, through my, destiny, through my destiny. In the name of Jesus, name of Jesus say, abide, abide every power, every power of, infirmity, of infirmity, every power, every power of sicknesses, of sickness, diseases, diseases frustration, frustration. I cast them out, cast them out of my destiny, of my destiny. Out. out of my life, of my life, out, out of my family, of my family. I prophesy, I prophesy that this week, this week will be glorious, will be glorious because I walk in glory. I walk in, glory. I walk in power. I walk in power. In Christ, I live. In Christ, my in Christ I move. In Christ, in Christ, I, Christ I my being. I, I am more than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. So anything, so anything released from hell, released from hell to conquer me, to, conquer to frustrate me, I overcome. 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 In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I overcome. I overcome. In the name of Jesus, name of Jesus. say by my, God, by my God, by my God, by my God, I run through this week. I leap over every wall. I, I scale over every temptation, every limitation, and every oppression of the enemy. Say in the name of Jesus, I receive glory. I receive victory. I receive power. I receive power to manifest my destiny. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, fill me. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, empower me. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, let Jesus be glorified in my life. Baptize me, baptize me in power, in power, in fire, in fire, in fire, in fire. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are feeling pain inside your ribs, inside. 
Put your hand. Lift up your hand. Who is the person? Mommy. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't see you. But your phone sat to her, sir. Put your hand. Sorry, I Am I Oboa? Oboa. Who's Oboa? Every infection. Jesus. Every infection. Jesus. Every infection. Yes, Lord. Giving you that pain. Jesus. I curse it. I curse it. I bind every power of infirmity. Amen. I place a covenant of God upon your life. Amen. I neutralize it. Let the blood of Jesus. Jesus. That was that when Jesus received his stripes. Go to work. Yes, Lord. I rebuke that infirmity. Yes, yes Lord. I rebuke that infirmity. Jesus. Let the pain go now. Jesus. Go now. Jesus. Go now. Yes, Lord. Holy Ghost, fill me with your life. Jesus. And let her health be absolutely awesome. Mm. Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Please sit down. And you say the bear prophetic service. Man, bear prophetic service. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I say, I say, no, hallelujah. No more beckon home. I know it's a new branch, but most of you were from the same place. So you know me. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. 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 Young man, what's your name? What's your name? Mommy, relax. Uh, relax for her. For him. What's your name? Warren. Uh, Warren, how old are you? You are 13. Mm. I was your age when I gave my life to Christ and encountered God. I want you to pay attention, okay? I see that you are stressing your mom. Don't stress your mom, okay? Be part of what we are doing. Let me tell you something. I was exactly your age when I encountered Jesus Christ for the first time. So you are not too young to be aloof, okay? If you had gone to a party, if you were going and you playing, you'd be part of it. God is the one that gave you life, okay? He is a holder of your future in five years. You'll be walking around with beard with your mouth and doing two known on girls. Let God use you, okay? Would you want to play an instrument? You don't want to play an instrument. Why not? You don't know. <laughs> he will play an instrument. Mommy. Okay. Draw her to yourself, but don't do the hey, 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 hey. It won't do anything. Because he has a life he wants to live. Okay? So, but God's hand is on him. Okay? Teach him how to read the scriptures. Okay? Reveal the love of God to him. Okay? Shouting on him and feeling that he's embarrassing you will not help. Okay? One day he will make you proud. But right now, he's very stubborn to you, so you don't like that. Eh? It is well, okay. That's your first one. Warren, please sit down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God for Transformation Mount. Next week, next week, Sunday, I want to see a banner here.
Okay. Um, when I go home, I will send you 10,000 CDs. Okay, I'll send you 10,000. It's from the money that people are contributing for me to buy my journey. I'll give you, I want you to, first of all, I, don't, I, I keep going out there. I don't like the, the way that place is exposed. If care is not taken and a child rusts there, so I want a balustrade to be put there. Okay, so tell the landlady, let's put something there within this week. Okay, and then I was going to buy you um, a keyboard. I nearly asked a keyboard, this, uh, somebody to bring a keyboard. It's a used one. But since you have one, let's get a chair. Let's get it. Who wants to learn how to play the app, app part? Who wants to learn? You are starting this week. Look for any school near you, anybody near you, so that the professional school near you, if at least two or three people must be, and then somebody to, to play the drums. Who will play drums? Who wants to learn? <laughs> Actually, Angela must join the choir here. Are you part of the choir here? So I want you to be leading worship and all those things. That grace is there. Okay. You say you want to learn the keyboard. Okay. Learn the keyboard. The drums. Okay. The ladies, you are not saying, uh, Lois, you are not. Hey, you too. Keyboard. Awesome. So I want you guys, today, this evening, uh, start doing research. By tomorrow, you found a place. By Tuesday, you have started. Okay. I want you to learn how to play, all right, so that Bishop Boche will not be the one playing, okay. And then let's get, we'll get the electrical drums to maybe by next month, okay, so that, because here if you get the full drum set, the noise, the, the tactics, okay. And then I want us to paint this place. No. The water problem, so it has to be, so I went up there, I went to, I wanted to see why these things are like this. So I went up there and I saw that they've not... When is she going to roof? When she gets money. Okay. Let's find a way because... But are we the people painting or she will paint? Let's paint. Let's paint. I'm not sure it will cost anything to paint just this place and make it look nice. Okay, the ladies here. Okay, I want somebody to take up on it. So I get some nice flowers. You come and put here. Make the place beautiful. Uh, they do. I believe you know those things. So in my day, I know about it now. Why you want to about now? Yeah, yeah, fine. Okay. Uh, I know you've been doing evangelism. God bless you. But I want you to up your game. Fill this place. Bishop Bopi wants to use that part for children's service, but fill this place until he has no choice than to sack the children outside. Okay. When people start, when you start getting the them, all of you start giving birth, you create space for children's service. Because you are going to get married. When I came, I saw that downstairs there's a shop for wedding things. Just down here. In, right here. I've seen, okay. Let me tell you something, okay? God will bless you. God will bless you. God is raising new masters for the sake of the kingdom. 
makacho se nyamia hini na wade unwa bedom no enye ahinia enimwasiye wum. It is a kingdom full of glory. Do you understand me? And every servant of the king becomes honorable. Even, even in our normal politics, don't you see that? You see that some small boy will be walking on the street tomorrow. He's an assemblyman. And MPU. Assemblyman. Just give that assembly somebody who won assembly election. Just six months. You see the adibiality has changed. Is that not so? How much more a servant of the king of glory? Revelations tells us that he has made us kings and priests. And that means that there is glory and honor attached to your life. It becomes manifest the moment you begin to understand who you are and begin to walk in it. And so this morning, I want to talk to you about um, a topic I started at uh, the Agape Mount. I want to, I want to um, preach the same thing here. Praise the Lord, because it ties in with our vision for the month, our theme for the month. The theme for the month is what? Our covenant month of spiritual alignment and what? Divine harvest. So I want to talk to you about spiritual alignment for divine harvest. Spiritual alignment for what? Please, I want you to pay attention. And my new friend, Warren, please pay attention. When I'm done, I'll ask you questions. If you if you get it correct, I'll dash you 100 CDs. So pay attention. Okay. I was his age when I got, when I encountered Jesus. When they did an altar call at Jolu Presby. Reverend Dr. Seth Ablo, the man I invited the last time, yeah. He came at Jolu Presby. And when he sang, just like Osafo Sami was singing this morning, he was singing this girl's song. The way you are looking at me is like you have not heard a song before. You've never heard a song before. The way you are looking at me, like, hey, maybe Panyumu, Minti Ga, Minti, but I will learn the, the meaning of the words and pronounce it correctly. I will learn if whether it is fra fra, Adangbe, I don't care. When uh, So Winners did this song, Mawagbo, Mawu Miejolo. I began to learn Dangbe. I started learning it. If you are speaking, I can understand. I can understand. If you are speaking Frafra, I can understand. I want to learn Hausa. I've been doing that. Nobody is teaching me. I want a tutor. Because that language there, I must to speak that language. It's a very beautiful language, Hausa. Me, I like me, so I want to understand the words. There's an American who came to Ghana to come and learn our three songs. And he wondered why we sing their songs. Because he found out that most of our songs are more powerful than theirs. And his favorite was uh, this song. 
Kwama Ofata Oh, Guama, he, he, he went to many churches. When he left that song, the anointing that hit the room, people start falling down. He said, have you seen? This is your song. You don't like. You like how it is. American guy. He came to learn it. Oh, Guama. And his favorite part, he said, Hallelujah. Yes, sorry, whoa. Yami. Do you understand it? Hallelujah. Oh, Guama. Oh, Fata. When you wake up in the morning, oh, Guama. Because see, he is king. He rules in the heavens, but he rules in your heart too. When you go into the presence of a king, when you go to the Ashanti king, you just don't enter the palace and say, good morning, king. No, 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 no. The, I, I watched something. When the sub-chief, the sub-kings come into the presence of the Ashanti, they are, uh, the cover cloth, they, they remove it. They become bare-chested. And then they put it around their waist. And then they remove every ornament. Their crown, they take it off the, uh, what do you call it? Those royal beads and their scepter. They put it that they give to somebody and then they prostrate and then they, they put all the things beside it. I said this one, they stole it from the Bible. Because the 24 elders, their crowns before the king. Because that is what it means to submit to a king. The reason why Jesus is called King of Kings is because He has made you and I kings and priests, and He is our King. So He is a King of us kings. So I just say, I will take my time and teach that thing one day because there is a lifestyle of royalty, there is a mindset. So when who say, Every day your life will be um, your life will be beggarly. Your your mindset will be beggarly. It's like this Christian life, you you are trying to build your life. No, you are not trying to build your life. God is building you to manifest the praises of his glorious grace. Let's go to Ephesians chapter one. Let's start. The topic is what? Divine alignment. For spiritual, uh, sorry, spiritual alignment for divine harvest. I want God wants you to, to what does it mean to align? Let, I think we should start from there. What does it mean to align? When we say something is well aligned, when we say you are, when a mechanic tells you that your car needs alignment, what is he telling you? Drivers, 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 Pastor Chris. Uh, when your mechanic says you, your car needs alignment. Out of its original design, yes, anybody. Lois, you don't know, but you drive. They have not told you, so how are you driving? Uh, you see, that, that is exactly, you know, it's laughable, but this is the problem of most of us as children of God. We have become Christians, but we don't know what it is to be called Christian. We think we are like Muslims who are also serving God in their way. We don't know. So we, we dress on Sunday, we come to church, we come and sing and go. 
but there has been the power. Jesus said, you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Everybody claim, here claims that they are baptized the Holy Ghost, they speak in tongues. But where is the power? She sits in the car, sparks, knows how to drive, knows how to avoid accidents, but she does not know the functionalities. If the car begins to give set, like the last time I was preaching, and I gave an example, I said, that bowl that comes on the dashboard with a spoon inside, like, uh, what, what does it mean? What does it stand for? How many of you drive here? Mount Sasoya and Time Walker. You've never seen it before. On your dashboard, it comes, it's like round. And then, okay, and then there's like an exclamation mark, or a, I call it spoon. Don't say, if you know, just keep quiet and lift up your hand. I'm asking, how many of you want God to give you a car to drive? You want to drive? <laughs> how many of you want to drive? You really want to drive? And I won't see and about car. You only know about brands, Toyota. Some of you are like Nigerians. Every four-wheel drive is Jeep. Toyota Jeep. Range Rover Jeep. No, every car is not Jeep. Jeep is a, it's like pep, uh, toothpaste is not Pepsodent. Every washing powder is not Omo. Praise the Lord. You see? Not every bar soap is key soap. And not every boot is called Wellington boots. It's called rubber boots. Wellington boots. Wellington is just one of the brands. Do you understand me? I went to a shop. I said I want rubber boots. I said, I don't need them. I said, you're friend of rubber boots. Ah, Wellington boots. I said, I'm friend of Wellington boots. And truth, when she brought it out, it wasn't Wellington. The brand that she is selling is not Wellington. Some Indian brand that has come. Wellington is one of the brands. So people say, hey, I never knew. So most of when some people want to sell a car, they say, oh, it was driven by a woman. Run away from that car. <laughs> if it was driv driven by a woman, it means that it was never properly serviced. Because for them, once the car is moving, once they woke up and they say thank you to Jesus and they can go to work, they are. You are ignorant about the Christian life. You are ignorant about the mindset and the kingdom with, in which God has brought you in. So your prayer life, you, you sing the song that they taught you erroneously from Sunday school. Prayer is the key. Prayer Prayer is the master key. Oh, Jesus sat there with prayer and ended. Wrong. Wrong. And, and, and there are different kinds of prayer. It's not every prayer that will get answered. When the lawyer goes to the law court, there is a certain language based on the case that will appeal to the judge. The lawyer must know the case he's dealing with and the constitutional provisions that helps the lawyer to present the case for the client, for the client to win the case. 
It's not every prayer that you are, you, you, you know, you can't command God. God, I command you in the name of Jesus that by tomorrow you must do it. Do you know who you are talking to? Can any sub-chief command Otun for to do something by the following day? You don't command God. For instance, we say, lift up your hands. Let's pray for mercy, for forgiveness. Now everybody says to me, shut up, Master, shut up with the tongues. And go to God in humility. Father, I have sinned against you. I have to sin. is to go against the order of the king. I have transgressed your, your dictate, your will. I have not let thy kingdom come. I have let my will come or the devil's will come. Forgive me, Lord. Because anyone who transgresses the way of the king is a rebel. And rebels in the kingdom are beheaded. Thank God for Jesus. And thank Jesus for grace and mercy. That he does not deal with us according to our iniquities. If you understand what it means to be a kingdom citizen, songs like that, you will... You will you will cherish them. Why shall me form so and If if you understand what it means to be a servant of a king, when you watch old movies that has to do with kingdom, you realize that they like cutting off the head of people. That's that's how kingdoms operate. It is the reason why God could not tolerate Adam and Eve in the garden. It wasn't out of anger. The way kingdoms operate, you go against the will of the king. You are committed a treasonable offense. So Jesus said, when you pray, Father, our Father who is in heaven, my source who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. This morning, he gave me that message, hallowed be thy name. I've written, I've not developed it, so I'm not preaching it here. I have to be, it has to be preached to me. I have to live it. Hallowed be thy name. We've taken the name of the Lord in vain. Something says, Jesus, Hey, Jesus. Hey, Jesus. I say, hallowed. Honorable is your name. Your name is not to be taken like some normal thing. That is why the Israelites, God's name, Yahweh, they don't mention it. They've replaced it with Adonai, Lord. Adonai. They, 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 they are scared to mention the name of God, Yahweh. Because his name is holy. His name is powerful. His name is the name of the king of the entire universe. The Bible says, whoever mentions that name shall be saved. Why? When you mention the name of Yahweh, you have called on the highest authority that there ever shall be. So you do not trivialize it. When you call on that name, you have summoned the greatest power in the entire universe. You have called on the highest name that backs the highest court in existence. No court on earth, no court under earth, no court in heaven, no court in the Pleiades, no court in any realm of existence is higher than the name of Yahweh. So when you call that name, you have summoned. You don't just get a small case and summon and go to the Supreme Court. No. There are high courts. There are 
magistrate court. There are sub-level before. If your case, before you can get to the highest supreme court, normal people don't just go to the supreme court. The fact that he has given us his name does not mean that we should trivialize it. It is the trivialization of his name that reduces the effect of the power in your life. The name of Jesus carries power indeed. But the way you honor that name is what will show its power. He said at the mention of the name, every knee shall bow. You be mentioned the name and poverty has not bowed because you don't honor that name. A man that worships that name and honors that name, when he mentions that name over sickness, the sickness goes. He mentions that name over every situation where there seems to be no way, where the situation is impossible. That name brings possibility because life, power, and honor is in that name. Peter said, it is, at the, it is in the name of this Jesus whom you crucified that this man is made whole. It is in the name of this Jesus that this man is made whole. This man that was crippled from infancy, it is in his name. Why is that that same name you mentioned no power? Do you hallow the name? Then he says, thy kingdom come. The absence of the kingdom is the reason why there is problem. The presence of the kingdom drives out demons. The presence of the kingdom establishes the order of God, the will of God. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth or in earth as it is in heaven. Do you understand me? Indeed, when we say we have become a child of God, we, we, you have not joined a religion. I keep saying that. And when we, therefore, when we say be rightly aligned, we are saying that accumulate, understand, and live by the standards, the knowledge, the culture, the governing influence of God to the intent that everything that you think about aligns exactly with what God would say if God were to be standing here. Everything, the way you react when somebody steps on your toes will, will be how God expects you to react if, or God will react if you were standing here. So if you are not aligned, it means therefore that you are not in balance. You are not in agreement. You are not in the same frequency of thinking and understanding as Jesus is. In a very simple language, but very profound language, to, to not be aligned is to be less than Jesus. What scripture do I say we should read first? Ephesians chapter 1. I wanted to show you something in Ephesians chapter 1, but let's go to chapter 4. Somebody read for me from verse number from verse number 10. I'm just laying a foundation. I'll give you the message right now. Uh-huh. He who descended is the one. Jesus descended when he took on the form of flesh in the womb of the Virgin Mary. Okay, let's go. 
to the one who ascended far above Bishop, all the heavens. When, when you get the money, buy some two big fans, okay? You can put one here, one here. Is that how you have been sweating every Sunday? Christ, apostolic. Let's go. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens. Far above all the heavens. That he might fill Wait, all things. Recently, I'm, I'm, I'm not supposed to do this, but let me do this because now I don't take for granted how exposed most of you are. If I've seen it, it means that some of you have seen it and maybe some of you may have questions, but you won't come and ask. And it may be forming mindsets in you. I've heard people preach, very popular men of God preach that God doesn't live in heaven. If he did live in heaven where uh, the Bible says that he has ascended far above the heavens in the beginning God created the heaven so where is heaven? Why do you say God is in heaven? Jesus said our father who is in our father who is in there are two different words here the word heavens that the scriptures use God created the heavens and the earth he's calling, I'm talking about the cosmos He's talking about the physical systems. Not heaven as a spiritual place. God is spirit. God does not... The, when we say heaven, as in the, the, the kingdom of heaven, we are talking about an actual geographical place existing in another realm called spirit, the spiritual realm. Because God is a spirit. The earth as you see it looks like heaven, where God is. There are mountains there. There is no telescope. There is no... Uh, what's the word? Jet. That will take you be into space. That will make you see heaven. Heaven is not a physical place. So when the Bible talks about the heavens, he's not talking about the dwelling of God. He's talking about the cosmos. That is the word, the Greek word, cosmos. Do you understand? That's what we are, God is referring. But when Jesus says, our Father who is in heaven, he's not talking about heaven as the cosmos. He's talking about the dwelling place of God, which is a spiritual place. So when the Bible says he descended, Jesus didn't descend from any of the planets in the universe or in the cosmos. No. He came from the throne of God. He came from within the Father. So when he was praying in John 17, he said, the glory I shared with you. The one who was in the bosom of the Father. When Jesus was in heaven before coming to earth, no angel has seen him before. There was nobody in heaven called Jesus whom the angels saw. The first time they saw him was when Mary pushed him out of his, her womb. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you a mystery. For most of the things that God wants to birth with you, no angel has seen it before. The only time they will see it is when you give birth to it. That is why your destiny and your life is a very important thing. Don't joke with your life. God knew you, but no angel knew you. Okay, let's go. 11. 
And he himself gave some to be apostles, mm -hmm. some prophets, uh -huh. some evangelists, uh -huh. and some pastors Warren, and teachers. don't sleep. I'll ask you questions. Verse Let's go. 12. For the equipping of the saints, uh -huh. for the work of ministry, uh -huh. for the edifying of the body of Did Christ. Did you pay attention to that? He says that the one who descended to the earth, Jesus Christ, okay, he gave, when he also went back. And when he was going, the Bible says he did something. He took captivity captive. In other words, the principalities and powers in the air that fight against the, the, the life of human beings and God's agenda for humanity, he took them all captive. And when he took them captive, he gave some graces called gifts to mm. men. Mm. And he is mentioning the names of the gifts. Yeah. That he gave to men. The first one was what? Apostles. Apostle, referring to governance. Mm. Government. Dominion. Authority. Number two. Prophets. Prophets. Referring to the messages. Messengers. Revealing the, the mind of God. The mouthpiece of God. Prophet is just messenger. Do you understand me? Then who? Evangelists. Evangelists. They're, they're trumpeters. They are also messengers, but they are meant to go and bring in more people into the kingdom and reveal that the kingdom of God has come. Number three? Pastors. Pastors. People who take their time. The word pastor is the word shepherd. The word pastor is the word what? Shepherd. So, pastor is the same word for shepherd. A pastor takes care of the flock. A shepherd takes care of the flock. He feeds them. So, the pastoral gift is a system that helps people. Like, when a mother gives birth, the baby must... The, you just don't rejoice. Oh, I've given birth and then you leave the baby. The baby must grow. The baby must grow. And the growth process ref, requires tender care. Breastfeeding. Protection. Providing shelter. That is the role of the shepherd. That is why a typical shepherd sleeps amongst the sheep. Cares for the sheep. Pours oil over the sheep to make sure that tick and certain insects don't have access to plague the sheep and destroy them. The shepherd, so, so you, you realize that a, a shepherd is more patient than let's say a prophet. A prophet will come and tell you, God says, no, call. Sometimes when a prophet is prophesying to you, there is no love attached to it. It's a very unmatured way. Because underlying all these gifts is love. For God so loved the world, so he gave. For Jesus also so loved, so he also gave. And so the, 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 the premise for the manifestation of all the gifts is the love of God. Do you understand me? That is why God can show me a weakness. And I'm not here to take a hope. He is showing me and saying, look at my daughter. He's not aligning. Help her to align. That's all. That's the purpose for the gift. You see it right now. And then the last one is what? Teachers. Teachers. So, as the pastor is teaching you, do like this. Then the teacher is explaining, like I'm doing this morning, teaching you the ways of the kingdom, the life of, a, of kingdom, the life, the mindset, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, so that you mature. And then let's see, what is the purpose? For the equipping of For the, the saints. For the equipping of the saints. So, the pastor, the prophet, all together, we are supposed to equip the saints. And who is the saint? Me. Who is a saint? Mommy, please, what's your name? 
Doris, Auntie Doris, what, who is a, this, a saint? A child of God. So are you a saint? Regenerated child of God. I like that word. It yes, means that you understand what you are saying. So are you a saint? Good. Are you a saint? I didn't hear you. Chris, are you a saint? Uh, you, you are a saint. So, uh, are you a saint? Joe, look at John. Are you a saint? Be bold and say it. Yes. The work that word mommy used, Aunt Doris used, okay, it's not your work, oh. It was done by the Holy Spirit. You were regenerated. By the Holy Spirit, by the work of God. Do you understand me? So, your saintship is not because of your works. It is an identity conferred on you when you believe Jesus. Do you understand me? So, you are a saint. So, Saint Lois. A saint is not somebody who lived a good life and then died. And then after many years, some church organization will perform a ceremony and say, okay, this person is a saint. Saint Bartholomew. The last time I was asking myself, Bishop, why is that Ghanaian's own name their children Bartholomew? Apostle, he said, he said no. He said no. He said no, Apostle. People name their children Matthew, Mark, even Luke, John, Andrew, Nathaniel, Judas and Bartholomew. Yeah, Judas, Ghanaian sometimes. Yeah. Jude. But Bartholomew. Often they say, Father, what did Bartholomew do? That it's not just in Ghana. In Africa, we don't how, how many when was the last time you heard the name of somebody called Bartholomew? Many my friend Bartholomew and my friend Kwame Amponsa. Praise the Lord. What did Bartholomew do? He said, for the equipping of the saints, it means that once you become a child of God, once you become born into this kingdom, there is a work that is meant for you. So he says, you must be equipped for that work. So the, the prophetic, the apostolic, the pastoral, the evangelical, and all those things, is supposed to equip you for the work of the ministry. If the saint is supposed to do the work of the ministry, then between you and me, who is supposed to be in ministry? Answer me. Time is going. Please put two clocks here. One here for the pastor. One here. So that people will see that time is going. And then they will be. Okay. Fun. TV. One here. One here. And then screen. All within this week. You say what? What about Akimoda? What about Akimoda? But you don't have an auditorium. The thank you will not reach. I'm coming to raise seats. Bring 5,000. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? So, there is a work that God wants you to do. Do you understand me? And you must be equipped. The equipping is part of the alignment process. I want you to pay attention. Let's go, quickly. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Uh -huh. For the edifying. What's the meaning of the word edify? Building. 
What's the meaning of the word edify? To build up. So for the building up of what? The body, the body of Christ. So the body of Christ must not remain infantile. In understanding, in operation, and in impact. We Everywhere across Africa, there are people claiming to be Christians. And yet Africa is not developing. Let me tell you something. There are many dimensions of the gospel. But let me tell you something. The gospel of salvation is personal. It normally impacts family, pers- uh, self and family. When somebody becomes born again, you will see an impact in, the, in his life and in the family. But typically, it doesn't cross borders if you just stay on that gospel. So I hear people ignorantly, when a pastor is preaching about, let's say, another topic, they say, why is he not preaching salvation? With, stop advertising your ignorance. When the person has been saved from damnation of the consequences of the sin of man and brought into the kingdom, when it is raining and I pull you out of the rain into my house, I don't need to be pulling you from the rain again. You have been saved from the rain. I don't need to keep telling you about that matter. It is over. There is a work. I must talk to you about that work. I don't know if you understand. So when a preacher is preaching maybe about finances, you need to have that insight. You've been saved, but you are not saved to just wear the tag of saved. Then every day I'm talking to you about salvation. That work is done. So Paul, even in Ephesians chapter 5 uh, or um, 6, sorry, Hebrews, he says, now you should have been teachers, but you want us to start teaching you the elementary things. Elementary things w- was for you when you became your life to Christ. Now we must teach the excellent things, the high things in Christ that will equip you to do the work of the ministry. Your mind must be aligned. It's not just about coming to church only. No. Don't give Bishop Boucher the pressure of always preaching to you. There are many people who are born again Tongue talking, full of the Holy Ghost. One day, Peter had an issue. People were complaining that when they serve food, they don't serve them some. They came to complain to Peter. Peter said, no, this is not my work. My work is to give myself to the word and to prayer so that I can receive and equip the saints. Look amongst you and choose people full of the Holy Ghost. How do you know that your fellow brother is full of the Holy Ghost? What is the evidence? Is it in the fact that the person can prophesy? Because we didn't hear that Philip was prophesying. We didn't hear that Stephen was prophesying. Are you here with me? We didn't hear. How did they identify that the people that were chosen were full of the Holy Ghost? And it was not the apostles that vetted it. It says, see to this matter. Choose yourself. Go and choose. So the people who brought the complaint were asked to go and choose. Okay, see, see, see. You come. You come. How did they know? What was the litmus test? There is a set of lifestyle. There is an evidential life that when you live, every becomes evidence to everybody that you, you are full of the Holy Ghost indeed. 
And that life must show in your workplace. It must show in your family. It must show in your going out and your coming. It must show in your daily dealings with your brother and your sister. If 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 you love only people that are in your tribe, you are not born again. You are not regenerate. Your mind is not renewed. You can't be going to work late and and call yourself a Christian. You can't go and waste time behind a PC doing nothing. When your boss is coming, then you begin to work. You are not a Christian. If if they give you money, do this project in the work at the workplace, or they give you a certain budget and they release the money to you. By the time you have embezzled the money, you are not born again. You don't have the spirit of God in you. Because if you are a king, kingship comes with responsibility and accountability, integrity. The Bible says, and David led his people with the skillfulness of his hands and with the integrity of his heart. That is a man full of the Holy Ghost. You build skill to do the work. And integrity to back the skill. Integrity. Can you be trusted if nobody is watching? If your brother travels, is working, and says, I'm sending you dollars, thousand dollars every month. Build my house for me. When he comes, will he see the building? So many people call Christians in government. They go to school, they go to church on Sunday, speak in tongues. Look at our nation. We gain independence before Singapore. Look at our nation. They do roads in one month. The fulfilling man there is potholes. Because the entirety, he charged, he charged millions for a project that could, can cost just 100,000 CDs. And you will chop not just the extra money, but the hundred thousand that is supposed to do a good road. How is it that people die in our hospitals because of lack of bed? I took my father 2005 to Kolebu. Open this one, open this one too small. So that the people here will enjoy some. Uh-huh. It's okay. Okay. I took my father to the hospital when he had a liver issue. And for like three hours, he had to sit down. Because they said there is no bed. Yay. When the Kwame Nkrumah built Kolebu. How is it that the health minister, they are able to buy cars for themselves every four years, but they cannot buy bed? Why? Why is that African politicians only notice that there is hardship in the country when they go to opposition? Something is wrong. Let's go. You see it here. Then I'll come to. I'm just laying the foundation for the message. You see it right now. Let's go. 
verse 13. Mm-hmm. Till we all come to the unity Till of all, the faith. we all come to the unity of the faith. Because right now, everybody understands Jesus and Christianity some way. Everybody have their own interpretation. Mm. But the apostolic, the prophetic, all these gifts is supposed to teach until every saint in the kingdom has the same understanding about the faith walk. Let's go. And of the knowledge of the Son of... And have the right knowledge about who Jesus is. The people who misrepresent and misunderstand Jesus the most are Christians, not Muslims, not unbelievers. Do you know there's a song in tree that many people sing? One a warning, era day, se wan so monoa, enye she, yena. are you sure that you know him you are saying that those who don't know god or jesus if they don't worship him it's nothing but we who know him the question is do you know he said until we come to the knowledge of the son of god do you know that he is king do you know that he is not just savior he is savior to the unbeliever but he is king to the saved and so, when you go to him in prayer, you are not expressing your opinion. You are taking instructions from him in prayer. Do you know that he is king? And without his will, you are not aligned? Many of you are young to remember non-aligned movement. Mommy, okay, non-aligned movement. Rollins' time. Mami Juan, do you remember non-aligned movement? This generation. How do you remember? What does that mean? Uh-huh. What, what, what about that? Good. Then you've read your history. Clap for him. We were not, they were trying to get us to align to either communists or uh, capitalism. And Kwame Nkrumah in the subsequent says, no, we will not become pawns in their hands. We are not aligned to anybody. Just like right now, America is trying to get most Africans like Ghana to not align with China. And China too wants us to get off America, we are so non-aligned. We are aligned to Jesus in a way. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So he says, until we all come to the unity of the faith and unto the knowledge of the Son of, of, God. The Son of God. Quickly, let's go. To a perfect man. To what? A perfect to man. To A perfect so man. The, 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 the vision of God for your salvation, for your enlistment as a Christian, is that you become perfect. And what is the standard of that perfection? Read it. The measure of the stature. The measure. Number one, write it down. I don't have time to preach it today. Number two, the stature. Write it down. Number three, the fullness of Christ. Fullness. So three ways. He's describing the perfection standard. Mm. Till you come to every, till every saint, you, your child, your girl, everybody that believes in Christ. In the office, at work, at school. 
until we attain the measure, number one, the stature, number two, number three, the fullness of who? Of Christ. That is why I told you that to be aligned is to be like Jesus. So anything less than Jesus is not aligned. No. Yeah. So if you say you are a Christian and your anger or temper is not aligned to that of Jesus, you are not born again. Or you are joking. And the worst of angers you display tells me that you are not going for lessons. You are not being taught by the apostolic, the prophetic, the evangelical, the teaching, and the pastor. You are not submitting yourself. In other words, you are not being transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, you have not repented. I'll come there right now. Let's go quickly. Don't stop. Mm-hmm. That we should, so we should, God does not want to remain, you to remain the baby Christian that you were when you gave your life to him. That mindset that you didn't understand things about Christianity. You come to church, you come and listen to God. Uh, the only scripture you still know is John 3.16. What is in John 3.17? Why you... Why, why don't you know what is in John 3.17? Let alone 18. Okay, what is in John 3.15? Have you seen? You were born again. The breast milk they gave you. That is the only food you know. Up to now, you still demand breast milk. Up to today, if naturally you gave birth to a child, the child is Warren's age, 13, and mommy, Warren comes to you that mommy, I want, I'm hungry, I want breast milk. What will you do to him? You will kill him. Why will you kill him? Because you expect that with the passage of time, there will be a certain transformation. Not necessarily because time has passed, but because of what you fed him. So, African mothers, Nurses will tell you that do exclusive breastfeeding for like one year. Sometimes two years. They say two years, right? Or one year. Uh, mommy says six months. They say it's one year. So now they've reduced it to six months. Sometime ago, they used to say one year. So, how many mothers here will breastfeed their mothers for two years? That thing, okay, let's say exclusive breastfeeding for six months. By fifth month, your typical village African mother has started meowing banku and kenke and pushing it into your mouth and you'll be tasting like they are in a hurry to make you grow so that their breasts will be free by the time you are six months you know how to swallow all the swallow food. Hey! They will push a palm soup in your mouth. And the baby will be crying. Nyah, nyah, doing it. They don't care. For them, it's not about the taste of the food. It's about the purpose of the food. So Paul, or the writer of Hebrews says that solid food 
is for the matured. Those who by reason of usage, by reason of usage, you don't grow without using the word. You grow by using the word. So you, when you came to Christ, you used to be very temperamental and angry. Could not tolerate anything. But by reason of usage of the word, you read the word, and you say, okay, I have not received that spirit of anger anymore. I rule over it. I have a quiet and peaceable spirit. He said, the wisdom that is from above is first of all pure and peaceable. So if I have the wisdom of God, then I'm going to have to be peaceable. Maybe today you will, you, you will try to be peaceable and then you fall. Don't give up. Don't give up. At least you are in class. At least you are in the hospital. At least the word of God is working. The Holy Spirit is working. You are under construction. As long as you are present. But if you are not reading the word, what is the Holy Spirit going to use to transform you into the image of Christ? If, if, if most of you, those of you who like reading the Bible, you read to memorize so you can quote it. That is a very, very, very useless venture. I know many people who preach will not look at scriptures and be quoting. But the life is very different. Because the word is not transforming you. You are just reading to preach. You are not reading to transform your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing. Without renewing of your mind, you have not attained to the measure of Christ. The first one, the measure. And if you don't get into the measure, how do you get the fullness? If you don't get to the measure, you can't get the stature. What is stature? What's the meaning of the word stature? Form, image, structure, framework. More? Give me more. There is a measure. Then there is a state, a stature. Then there is a fullness. The word of God does these things by the Holy Ghost. It is called alignment. The process of alignment. And there is a word of alignment that Jesus used. We will come there very soon. Are you here? Let's go quickly. That we should no longer be children. Uh-huh. Tossed to and so he does not want us to be children. That is why I'm worrying my brother here, uh, my little brother here, worrying. Because before his age, me, I grew up in church, John Presby. Every Sunday, even if my mom will not go to church, she will push me to church. She will push me to church at the Presbyterian church. And no child is allowed to enter the adult hall. But they always allowed me. Do you know why? Because when we close from children's service, I'll go and sit by my mom and I'll be quiet. I listen to the I still remember sermons from my age 10. Yes. Until the pastors and the elders of the church started calling me Osofo from that age. I remember teachings from Openyukwejochre from those times. They started calling. When they do uh, this uh, acting thing in church, they always gave me the role of the pastor. 
from that tender age in Sunday school. Because I was intrigued. I wanted to know. Then we got a pastor who's Reverend Osama. His church is now at Ojobo. Obojo, Obojo. What's the name of the place? Obojo. Uh, that place. That's where his church is now. He was a Presby pastor. Then that man invited Dr. Seth Abloh of Mana Mission. That was his age. Children don't go for those revival. But I went with my mom. My mom took me. And that day the man came. He was singing. Worshipping the Lord. And for the first time, I saw people falling down. For the first time, I saw there was a man we all knew. Had goiter. Huge here. Whilst this man of God was singing, the goiter disappeared. When they were, I said, what? There was a man who used to come to church with clutches. We, we all knew him in the church. He put the clutches. He started jumping. I said, what? People were falling down. People were vomiting. Some people were screaming. Meko, meko, meko. Obisi, maba, maba, maba. People. Then the man preached. All I was telling myself, Holy Spirit, if you are real like this, I want you. I don't want to be a normal Christian. If, if you exist like this, how is it that I've been saying in the name of Jesus, nothing, nobody falls down. This man, he was just singing and he was saying in the name of Jesus, then he would shake himself. Then, signs and wonders. How? What Jesus am I worshipping? Is he different from this Jesus he is worshipping? How, how close is Jesus to him? The Bible says that he lives in me. And the man was preaching, he lives in you. So, when you are walking, you are not walking alone. He said, when you stretch your hand, you have not stretched your hand. You and Jesus have, because he lives in you. He uses your hands. I, I, I said, is it true? And he demonstrated it. That man is a man of the spirit. I told you when he came. Last year, when I visited him and was inviting him, I went to, and I dropped my seat, and I knelt before him. I was kneeling down before him. I knelt down. I knelt down. I knelt down. I gave him my seat. Then he started praying for me. Softly. Father, help my brother. Open doors for him. Then he put his thumb on my forehead. The power hit me like it has hit me. I fell down. Then I was in, I fell. Then I got up. I was shaking. Then he said, he touched you, didn't he? I said, come, full of power. He is not screaming. That man doesn't scream. He doesn't scream. I said, over how many years? This man is still the same. I said, wow. Then he looked at me. He said, open my door. Go in and come out. Keep doing it. I went in. I come. He said, as you go in and come out, the Lord told me to tell you, so has the nations been open to you. You will globe trot to every country. You will go in and come out. Tell your people I am coming. The Lord says I should come. That's how he came. And I asked myself, 
when I was 13, when was, so when he gave the altar call, how many people want to know Jesus and to walk with the Holy Spirit? How many of you want to be vessels of the Holy Spirit so that Christ will reveal his kingdom? I was the first, I was, I ran. And then he prayed for us. And I went back to my seat. I didn't feel anything has happened. But I was excited. That night, I encountered Jesus for the first time. In a dream. He revealed himself. Something was happening. And I realized I didn't have power to rescue the person that was going to be killed. And then I looked into the heavens and I said, in the dream, I said, Lord, I wish I had power. Then no, the heavens opened. Christ came to stand by me. He touched me like lightning, entered me, lightning, entered me. Then I went to the people who were being, the, the lady that who were, the people who were trying to slaughter a certain classmate of mine from. I did my hand like this. They all fell down. I took the lady from, they were about to cut off her head anyway. I took her and then I gave her to her parents. Then I saw myself running from the, in, the high street. I'd never been there, but I was running. And everywhere I stepped, life came. When I got to the cemetery, I did my hand like this. The grave started opening. Dead people were coming back to life. I found myself at the hospital. I did my hand like this. All the sick people were being discharged. Then before I will wake up, I found myself, I was no more running on the street. I was stepping on mountains and continents. I was just jumping like that, giving life. Everywhere I step, light will shine. Light will shine. He said, I'm sending you to the nations of the world. I started reading them. I'll go to class. When teacher is teaching, I'm reading the Bible. One day, I had another dream. I was, it's like I was praying, trying to understand in a dream, trying to understand the scriptures. And I had a dream. I saw a hand. Open a huge Bible. It was shining brighter than the sun. And then he opened my heart and put it there. And then he sealed it. From that day, when I opened the Bible and I read it, it's as if I was there. Revelations jumped at me. I, started, I wasn't baptized in the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. But I started praying. By the time I saw, I could pray in English for one hour. Two hours, three hours, five hours was my, my every day. Praying in English, five hours. My... My siblings, other people, say, that's why I said Willie will tell you, right? Sometimes he, he's written it on my face. He said, he never saw a small boy who could pray like that. Because I was hungry for God. I had read in the Bible that God spoke to Samuel at age seven. And he could prophesy. I said, I want this God. I want to be aligned. He said, before he knew me, he predestinated me to be like Jesus. I want to be like Jesus now. I started working, praying against my temper. I had a bad character. I had a bad temper. If you touch my toe, I will touch yours. If you remove my eye, I won't just remove your eye. I will remove the eye in the socket. I, I was very quiet. But I was a dangerous, quiet boy. Hey, if you provoke me, my mom will tell you, I will give it to you. I used to beat people who are far older than me. I was slim, quiet, small. So people thought I was weakling. They didn't know that I had learned judo and taekwondo. 
I was an expert in judo. Do you know what judo is? Atentam. Wrestling. You hold somebody and then you can, you, you can be like a small boy. Judo, you can be smaller than maybe like uh, uh, Deborah here. Okay. And you go and say, he would, he would defeat you. He will hold you and flip you over and hit down and then hold you on the ground. You will, it doesn't, it's not your structure. It's a technique. So I used to beat people who are far older and taller than me. An incident happened. I was very sick. I couldn't go to school. Those days you go to school morning and then evening, uh, afternoon. I was, afternoon time, I was sick. I had vomited. I, I, truly sick. And then I went out to vomit. And then one guy in the neighborhood was laughing at me. Oh, yare for, yare for. I don't know where my, the anger brought Samson's anointing on me. I walked to him. I slapped him. He wanted to slap me and I blocked it. There's a way to block the hand, uh, which hurts him. So he's bringing his hand. I did my elbow like this. So he came to me to turn it. It hurt him. And then I hit him. Immobilized him. I kicked him. My mom saw him. He said, Hey, crazy! Who goes school? When I finished fighting and beating a guy, the sickness came. <laughs> my mom said, You will go to school. He made sure I went to school. I was sick. The sickness disappeared because of anger. Some of you, that's how you are. But when I gave my life to Christ and I found these things, I started fasting and praying. I said, no, this nature does not align with the nature of God. It is not in alignment. The Holy Spirit, he said, I read the scripture. I've been preaching it with it. The anger of man does not reveal the righteousness of God. The anger of man, the anger of man. If your anger is not sponsored by heaven, it will not manifest. No matter how justified you feel you are, no matter how you think your husband has wronged you, your wife has wronged you, your display of anger does not reveal how right God is. Align my temperament. Align my nature. Align my mindset. Let's go. You see it right now. That you should no longer be children uh -huh. tossed to and fro. Tossed to and fro. Let's and go. Carried about with every wind of death. Carried about. Today, that is what is happening. Somebody hear this message. Yeah, this man is a powerful man. Somebody hear that God does not have anger. Yeah, hey, hey, Moses did not talk to God. Hey, every wind of doctrine. Give tight. Yeah, don't give tight. Yeah. The thing that you don't want to give money already. Then they attend, don't give tight. Tight. One day I'll, I'll teach on those things. I didn't come here for that today. By the way, 29th, 1st and 2nd Impact Celebration Conference at Agape. On the Sunday, the, which is 1st, you will have your morning service. But we'll have a service there in the afternoon. So we won't have morning service there. We'll have a service at 2 p.m. Okay. I'm hoping to invite a man of God. I was trying to bring Prophet Odro, but I just realized that he has released a program, which means I can't get him. Because I was going to go to him right from here. But I saw that he had posted something. I said, hey, this man, he's doing some evening program, so I can't get Prophet Odro. But we'll get him in October. Okay, but this coming Friday, Prophet Anto is coming. 
Prophet Isaac Antor of Conquest Chapel is coming. Friday, so I expect all of you to be there. All of you. Okay. It is, it is a prelude to ICC. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So everybody's invited, including your family members and your ancestors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. No longer toss to and fro. Quickly, let's go. By the trickery of men. So some most of these messages that can superfluous messages, they are just by the trickery of men. You see, that pastor, for instance, who is preaching that no tithe, God didn't mean. When he was preaching the other side, he was also at the extreme. When he was preaching tithe, he was at the extreme. He was very manipulative. And I realized this, that people who are at the extreme, when they get corrected, they come to the next extreme. God told Joshua, neither turn to the right or to the left. Meditate on it. Balance. The fact that the, there is giving, yes, is doctrinal for the kingdom of God. Unless you don't understand kingdom, then you will fight against some things. But the fact that doesn't mean that everything I see now, come and drop money. Come and, no, no, no. A million times no. Do you understand me? But if you like, don't drop seed. There are certain things you will never access. Many years ago, when I was in secondary school, because after you see me from age 17, after I had been born again from age 13, I was praying one night, asking God to, he said, can you pay the price? I said, the Bible says Jesus has paid it all. He paid the debt. He did not owe. I owe the debt. I could not pay. I needed someone. And Jesus came to pay. Now I can't ask you what I want. Is that not so? Is that not so? He said, can you pay the price? I was arguing with him. Then he showed me the scripture in the book of Luke. He said, anyone who, must, who wants to come after me must first count there. It was a mistake. Whoever put it in the Bible is a mistake. Jesus paid the debt. Didn't he pay? Didn't he say it's finished? Didn't he say it's finished? So, wait him be count the cost. Which cost now? Which one be the cost? Because... The gospel of salvation is the owner's lies on God to do everything. But when you are being saved, there is something we call obligation as a kingdom citizen. That one, God is sitting down expecting you to do. That is why Jesus said, I am coming with my reward in my hands to give you according to your idleness. According to the measure of grace you are enjoying. According to how my grace has saved you. According to your works. So if you like, do nothing. Because he told you from that verse 10 and 11 that there is a work of ministry that you, you and I are supposed to do. For which reason we have been equipped. Now he is dealing with our mindset, the alignment. Let's go. By the trickery of men, let's in, go in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plots. Let's go quickly. But speaking the truth in love uh -huh. may grow up in all we may, things. We should do what speak the truth in love. So, yes. if, 
I'm in the office. I'm in at home. I, I have to tell you something. I must do it where? In love. In love. love is a culture of the kingdom. One day I'll preach about love again. I've preached. I've, I've done a series about it. We'll do it again. All right, let's go. May grow up in all things into him. There is a verse from 17 that I'm waiting for. So that's why I'm saying, let's go quickly. Into him, who is the head? Christ. So let's we are see. growing up into him. We are not growing up independently. Please pay attention to some of these things because I will summarize my message in five minutes and it will capture all these things. So pay attention to these things. Okay, let's go. Who is the head? Christ. So Christ is the head. From whom the whole body uh-huh. joined and knit together uh-huh. by what every joint supplies. By what every joint supplies. So you, me, or the churches, Zion Impact. Maybe there's another church. Well, every church we are providing, as individuals we are providing. And it says when we do that, what happens? According to the effective working. Uh-huh. By which every part does its share uh-huh. causes is, growth. It causes growth. So if you are not growing, you are you are causing standard growth in the entire body. Entire body. Your lack of maturity is the reason why some things are not happening in the body of Christ. Yes, Lord. Your lack of maturity is the reason why your family. Let me rephrase. It's the reason why we come and pray, Father, every demon in my family trying to swallow my business. Die by fire. Die by fire. If you are powerful, we will not be praying die by fire. No demon dies. Do you think the demon, God will not have killed them and we will be free? Spirits will die. You, your heart is an altar. Which other altar in your family is able to swallow you if you were growing that altar in your heart? It will swallow every ancestral altar. That is why we have people who, when they matured, they will be sleeping. Satan will knock on their door. They will go and open and then they will go and sleep and say, Ah, I thought it was a visitor. What are you doing here? My friend, close my door and let me go and sleep. And then they'll go and sleep. You, if, 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 not Satan, your ancestor, Open your door in the night. Forget about your ancestor. You dream and you see cockroach. You dreamt and you saw a frog trying to eat part of your jollof rice. Hey! When you wake up, everybody will not sleep again. All that shouting is not faith, it's fear. All that shouting. I've never seen a man of authority shout before. I'm a student of some ministers of God, Pastor Chris, especially his healing school. I get, I get fascinated. He comes. Prayer line. He doesn't spend two minutes on the most debilitating problem. Cancer. Whatever. Go out. Somebody didn't even say anything. I said, Father, why is it that me? I have to shout. Why? 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 Are we not serving you? Then he said, 
authority is in ranking. I said, and Father, increase my authority. He said, not like that. In the army, authority does not come just like that. You is by obedience and the meeting of certain criteria, then you get promoted. In the kingdom, it's the same thing. And one of see anointing and power can I can release anointing on you. It's like you have a coal pot and I have a coal pot. I've lighted my fire and you want to light yours. I can give you some of my lighted coal. You put it in your it's the anointing, I'm giving it to you. But dependent on what you do with it, your fire will grow or it will die. But authority, I cannot confer authority on you if you are not aligned. I can release part of my authority to you. It's called power of attorney. But it is not your own authority. The day you are not aligned, you are done for. But when you have your own authority, it doesn't matter where you are. Wherever you go, you don't even to name, say in the name of Jesus. Like Pastor Chris doesn't say in the name of Jesus when he's on the prayer line. Go! Go! Out! Be free! He doesn't shout. In the name of Jesus, I bind every ancestral power. I bind every altar. Everything that, every arrow that was shot that gave you this cancer. You spirit of cancer. Die! Die! Pierre! And what dies? I see you. That is what you think there is power. Jesus! <laughs> Meanwhile, these occult grandmasters, they are in their room with their eye. They project things. Forget about grandmasters, witches. They can use their eye to project arrow. Why can't you use your eye to project light? Mm. Why is it that a witch can sit down, mumble some incantations. Then also, ouch! Last Sunday, I was at, I was, I went to Agape. When I went there, ah, this genuine numbers. When people left, okay, the place was always full. Then I didn't go there. I went to Ashesi two weeks. By the time I came, it was a small number. I said, where is the church members? Uh, Big place, small members. So I asked everybody to go out for 15 minutes to go and bring people. And they brought like six people. And then they sat down. And I noticed that the two ladies had entered. They came later. They sat at the, the entry. When I saw that, I said, Hey, Father, members have come. <laughs> you know the members I'm talking about, right? Yes, members. So I walked, I was walking like I do all the time when I'm preaching. I came. And then I went to stand. I was saying something. And then all of a sudden, I felt it. It hit my waist. Boom. I was paralyzing. I was paralyzed. I was going down. So I just did like this. And then I moved back like this. Slowly. I was still talking. I, it was painful. And I was talking. I was talking. So I was talking. And then I asked the question. 
You know, you have to you strike, strike, Otherwise, if our sofa say, I don't mean if our sofa is dying, what okay. Then I took the communion. Whilst the person was answering me, I was praying. I said, Father, by the blood, I neutralize this arrow. And by the body, because there is healing in the body, not in the blood. It was by the whipping, the breaking of the body, that we were healed. So the healing is in the body. And the cleansing is in the blood. So I took it and said, Father, I neutralize by the blood and I receive healing by the body. Silently, I said it to myself. And then when I finished the pain, it just disappeared. And then I did myself like this. People didn't know what I was. I saw that everything is gone. Then I said, Father, this arrow, what's the person I was still talking to? I release this arrow back to these two ladies. Let the fire on this altar move to them. And then when I finished saying to myself, I prayed silently. I came to stand and I did like this. Then the first one left. Within two minutes. When the first one left, the second one also took, as if he's taking his phone, he had got a call. He never returned to the church. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We'll quote that scripture, but not now. A child of God who faces attack your, this is your battle. You quote Old Testament for the battle of every warrior is with confused noise. And Father, every demon, every witch. Or if you want to show power, there are two witches here. I will show. It's such a distraction. God didn't call me that Sunday to go and do battle whilst his word must be preached. I won't give attention to attention seekers. So when every part, everybody, you are prayerful. When you come to church and I ask you, have you asked your neighbor, ask your neighbor, have you prayed? I, I'm not joking, no. I'm trying to encourage you. Every week, at least, if you have not prayed, two hours every day, one hour in the morning, one hour in the evening. The more you stay with God, the more of God's graces is wrapped on you. The more of his power stays with you. If you are not prayerful, you become weak. You become the reason why the body of Christ is not making progress. You are, the, you are part of the reason why Africa is not developing. Because there is another kingdom with its agent enchanting into the atmosphere every day to empower their people and to disorganize leaders who must do the right thing. Do you understand? So when I say pray, pray. When I say ask your fast, fast. At least, if you don't like fast and cry, the day of the week you were born, use that day to fast. And don't just pray for yourself. Pray for the body of Christ. Pray for your family. Pray for the advancement of your family. Pray for leaders. Pray for your pastor. Pray for the church. Do you understand me? Pray for students. Pray for your children. Destroy the weapons of the enemy. And release the blessings of God into manifestation. Do you understand? Are you here? You are a king. Oh. You are not a weakling. Say I'm not a weakling. 
Not a weakling. Say, I have power. And the more you use the little power, the more authority is added to you. The more authority is added to you. Power is the dynamics, the ability to make changes. But authority is a legal right to use that power. So when they give you a gun, they've given you power. But as a soldier, the fact that you have gun does not mean you have the authority to shoot. You must be instructed. That is authority, delegated authority. So the legal right to exercise power is what we call authority. So teachers have power, but they don't have the authority to gain now. GES has taken it from them. Are you here? Are you learning something? Let's go. Verse 17. This is where this is why we started reading Ephesians 4. Verse 17. Everybody, one go. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles. Because walk. you have been you have received all these five gifts, and this is God's vision for citizens of the kingdom. He said, Because of this, do not do what? Walk. In other words, don't live your life like the rest of the Gentiles, the rest of the people who are not born again, those who have not encountered Christ Jesus, those who have not been regenerated from their sins, those who have not become new creations in this kingdom. Don't live like them. Don't walk like them. What does that mean? It means that, let's start. Every lifestyle, every walk, every perspective on display is as a result of the mind. The, the kind of perception, information you have trapped in you is what reveals itself as the expressions of your life. The way you behave when you are happy, when you are sad, when you are in need, when you are put in position or where you are following is dependent on the kind of information you have subjected your soul to. When I say your soul, which is it's made up of what? Your, your emotions, your will, and your intellect. So, the things that have trained your emotions, the information that is trapped in your intellect, your mind, the cogitations of your mind, your thinking pattern, which informs your will, what you do, is what expresses itself. So, if it is the word of God that has been schooling your soul, because you are born again, what is going to produce will be different from what Satan has been schooling the people who are not of Christ. Did you get me? Those who are not in the in the kingdom, they are in the kingdom of darkness. So darkness has schooled their emotions. So their lifestyle is anger. Their lifestyle is pride. Lust. To them, enjoyment is going to gyrate to some foolish songs and, and dancing with lustful people. For most guys, enjoyment is being in a pool with half-naked girls, drinking all manner of alcohol. Do you understand me? For young people, some people, food, having plenty of food and drinks and playing loud songs, that is enjoyment. Because of the darkness. You see, let me not jump it. Let's go. In the futility. In the what? 
do not walk as the rest of the Gentiles in the what? So he says their mindset is futile. What's the meaning of the word futile? Useless. Futile means what? Useless. Useless, yes. Vain, yes, more. Futile. More. Futile. Useless. Unable to produce results. Resultless. No result, yes. Unfruitful. Good. Let's go. Let's go. In the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened. Look at that. Everybody write it down. Underline it. It says, they are under, he is distinguishing between the life of the saint who is being equipped from the life of the citizen of darkness. We are talking about spiritual alignment for divine harvest. There is a certain harvest that God wants you to have. But that harvest is not personal. That harvest must impact the kingdom. The harvest of a good marriage. The ha harvest of financial prosperity. The harvest of good health. All the kind of things you are looking for. It is in God's interest to give to you. In fact, Jesus said that the harvest is plentiful. It refers to the harvest of souls. But not just the harvest of souls. The harvest of everything. He said, go ahead and tell my people that all things are ready. The harvest is ready. Do you understand me? That harvest, but it's not personal. It has a purpose. It has a purpose. God, the reason why God wants you to marry, Angela, it's not just so because when you reach a certain age, a, wom a woman must marry. Marry. If you don't know that your womb, the reason why you were born and given a certain womb is to carry Jesus. And so you get up and go and give your womb to any man to impregnate you. You have destroyed the plan of God for the Christ to come. Imagine Mary went to do in Gratia. Would Jesus come through that womb? That womb has been desecrated. Do you understand me? The reason why God... See, if God is raising you to be a kingdom financier and God comes and after God training you for how many years you've come and because you have not built capacity, the only amount of money you can have is $500,000. You are a disgrace. What will 500000 do for the kingdom of God? What will it do? You think your poverty gives honor to God. You've not read Zachariah 117. What did he say? Read it. Read it there. Don't, don't jump my scripture. We, we have not done with my scripture. What did he say there? My, my cities. My, my cities. Through what? Your poverty. Through what? Prosperity. Through what? Prosperity. Shall do what? Yet be spread abroad. And then after that, what will happen? The Lord shall yet comfort Zion. The comforting of Zion, the citizens, is dependent on the prosperity that comes. The prosperity of good health. Said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health. As your soul, the prosperity of the soul is the alignment of your soul to the stature of Christ. If your soul is not prospering, 
the cities of God cannot prosper. Zion cannot be comforted. And God cannot choose Jerusalem. These are divine principles. So when we say divine harvest, we are not just talking about the, the small testimony you are looking for. The Lord wants to give you a transgenerational wealth so that your children will not come and waste time to build foundation and waste 20 years building foundation because the wealth system is going. Now that God has to waste time educating your children to know him and to prosper, your, your child, you don't know anything about money. Your children don't know anything about money. When the people get money, because of poverty mindset, we go and buy liabilities. Why is this place quite like that? We are soaking. So let's go. Let's, let's go. My time is up. Being alienated from the life of God. Uh -huh. He said their mindset is futile. Why? Because they are separated. Aliens to the life of God. When we started, I said, say the life of God is at work in me. I receive the life of God. That life is a superior life. What people call eternal life is not necessarily life forever. Eternal life is what we call zoe. The life of God that is superior to human life. Superior to animal life. It cannot be killed by sickness and diseases. It cannot be affected by the dictate of witches and wizards. When that life is, is holding death, death loses power. I'm not talking to Christians. Maybe the Christians are here. I'm saying that when that life meets death, death is swallowed up. That life cannot be killed by malaria or cancer. That life cannot be put down by poverty. The spirit of poverty flees in the face of that life. Oh. I am saying, you see, it's a mindset and it's a realm. He said, don't walk like the Gentiles. They walk in the futility of their life because they don't have of their mind. Because they don't have the life of God. You, you have the life of God. And so your mindset is the mind of Christ. It's a mind of advancement. It's a mindset of development. It's a mindset that spreads prosperity in Zion. For everyone in Zion to, to not cry, but to be liberated to fulfill their divine assignment. I, I, am I talking to you? This kingdom life is not so that we just come and sing and dance and go home and go and live life set, lifestyle that is synonymous to the life of the Gentiles, people who are not born again. To the point that non-born again people are your role models. You see a non-born again person driving a big car. Hey, Father, me too, I am your child. Remember me. Yes. That is not the standard. You are supposed to be the one that the, that Roman looking. man will look at and say, Father, well, help me to be like this woman. And he says, when you have sought the kingdom like that, all other things, including that car, more than that will gi be given to you. More than that. I gave my whole to the pursuit of the kingdom. For years, I've sacrificed so much. My father and the Lord and his son, 
Prophet Ben. When my father came that I want, the law says I should raise money for you to buy a car. I said, oh, father, daddy, this money, when it comes, okay, you are get a car, get some small car, but we need a land. I'm going to buy a land. God says, you, know, you, you do no such thing. I instructed him, this car, there's a reason. I went to visit him. No, he showed me, this is a car I want you to get, I'm getting for you. I said, this guy can buy a land, <laughs> They bought a car. They bought a car. And God bless you to all of you who contributed. But the amount of money involved in that car is way more than the amount that was contributed. So I said, Father, are you sure that you are happy with me driving this plenty money? I said, I said, hey, Father. Two nights ago, I was lying down and said, Father, please talk to me. If you are not in this, tell me. I will drop this car. You know me. Father, you know me. I was using a BM. I dropped it like... And the BM was, I think, the fourth or the fifth car I've given out. So, Father, this one is expensive. Would you let me get some Rafa B or some? No, 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 no. I was looking for pickup B so that we'll just manage it. And he said, I said in my word, when you seek after the kingdom, which is what you have done for all these years, over 20 years. You have sacrificed everything. You sacrifice your master's degree. You sacrifice your life. You sacrifice your career. I will give you. He said, these were the words. And when he said it to me, I, know, I remember that in, in 2008, he said the same thing to me. He said, you deserve more than this. I realized, don't clap for me. I realize this. Every child of God who is concerned about the harvest of God, God will be concerned about your harvest. Every child of God who sacrifices his life for the advancement of the kingdom, God will sacrifice every heaven's resource for your advancement. The king is interested in vessels of honor, vessels that bring honor to him. So Jesus could go to God boldly and say, on the premise of the fact that I am here to manifest your kingdom, glorify your son, that your son can glorify you. What is the motive behind your prayer? What is the legal tender you can give to God and say, Father, do this for me so that I can do this for you? What is your motivation? If you don't understand that you must not walk as the Gentile walk, harvest will not come. You must be aligned correctly in your mindset. That's what I came to tell you. Spiritual alignment is becoming like Jesus in your mindset on a daily basis. Check your life. Examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith. Examine your, your motive. Examine your, your character. Examine your attitude. Examine the reasons why you want what you want. Why do you want that man? Why do you want that woman? Why do you want that money? Why do you want that car? 
The king is not wicked. He is not wicked to withhold good things from you. He is not. He says, seek first a line. And I will add. When he told me to quit my full-time job and come and do full-time ministry, I told him, Father, remember that I have wife, I have children. Who will take care of them? He said, you don't love them more than I do. Then he told me something that made me feel stupid because I know that already. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If the earth is the Lord's and the fullness, it means the very breath you have belongs to him. So when he demands that your life be presented to him as a living sacrifice, you have no right. Even your, your, your house up does not have right to tell you what to do in your house. How much more God? You see, let me close by saying this. One of our problems that stops us from aligning is because of that treasonable offense of the sense of ownership. One of the keys, key spiritual principle of a kingdom is that in a kingdom, no citizen owns anything. The idea that I, I've taught you this several times. The idea, and, and those of you who are pastors, when I ask you to read principles of the kingdom, you saw it inside. The, the idea that this is my chair, this is my money, is a reason why you have the effrontery to tell God, I won't pay tithe. Everything of yours belongs to you. And if you are in a kingdom, you know that citizens give tributes to their king for as a thanksgiving, number one, for and as a management system, number two, to tell the king that thank you for giving me access and the liberty to use your resources. Oh, Jesus. That is why the Bible, Jesus said, a, a man was going to a far country to receive a kingdom and he gave his goods to his servant and he told them, occupy till I come. Everything you have is the goods, the resources. The good health you have is a resource of the king. Oh, he didn't get me. The two CD you have to buy cocoa and Akala is a resource of the king. The strength, the wisdom belongs to the king. Until you are aligned in your mind that the skill, the ability to produce results is for the king. You will always have problems. You are not aligned. So, you know, out of the love of the king, he will give you what is just enough for you to go by life but your life is more than what can satisfy you alone do you know why god wants to give you a, a peaceful blissful marriage angela it's not so that your husband will wake up and be kissing you 20 times per minute and be telling you how beautiful you 
God knows you are beautiful. He made you. God himself is very beautiful. So he made you beautiful. But what is the purpose of that beauty? So that your husband can know. No. There is a purpose called suitable helper for kingdom advancement. As a woman, to be saying, Father, I'm dirty, I'm not married. It's a foolish prayer topic to pray. First of all, if a man finds a wife, he's, he has found a good thing. Number one, have you become a wife and have you become a good thing to be found? Your single life is, is, the, is the journey of becoming a good thing. It's called alignment, spiritual alignment. Therefore, in conclusion, when Jesus was about to introduce the kingdom so that we all align, the first words he preached, Matthew chapter 4 verse 17, he said, all of you repent. Because the kingdom, which is different from the kingdom of darkness, has come. So that your life will not be like that of the Gentile. You must be spiritually aligned to the king's life. And so, repent. Repentance is not just a word for the sinner. For the sinner, the word repentance means change from your sin and be saved. But for the child of God, repentance is necessary for the saint. And it's not about repentance from sin. It is about repentance from dead works and from evil mindset. Repentance is the process of daily transformation until you attain the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That is repentance. Repentance is a daily spiritual alignment until your the mind of Christ is that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. It has not entered into the heart of men what God has prepared for those who love him and accord according. But he says it has been revealed to us by the Spirit for we have the mind of Christ. If you don't have the mind of Christ, the things that God has prepared will not be revealed to you because no king or no government authority gives information to his subjects who are rebels. Those of you who have companies, you will not share the vision and the hidden you will not the hidden money of the company with the truant. With a person who doesn't have the company's interest at heart, will you tell them? No. 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 So, that's why Jesus sent messages to seven churches and told all of them to repent. They were not non-believers. They were not unbelievers. They were all believers. Their names were written in the book of life. Some of them, he even warned them that if you don't repent, I'll remove your name. Because spiritual alignment is not about the word repentance. Read it. Maybe some of you think Jesus' first, the, the introduction of the kingdom, the money requires repentance. It's a daily resetting of the mind until you attain the measure of Christ, until your mind is like Jesus Christ, until the zeal of the Father consumes you like it consumed Jesus. If your life is not at the pace of Jesus, you are not aligned. Spiritual harvest, uh, divine harvest will not take place. See Jesus, something that most of you misconstrue. He said, I, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. And most of you, most preachers have turned it into praise. He didn't say, if you praise me. 
when he quoted that scripture, the Bible was emphatically clear. He said, this he said, signifying by what death he will glorify the Father. So he will be hanged on a tree. That is alignment in glorifying God. Your alignment in glorifying God is to be hanged on the cross that he said, carry. That's right. It's not a cozy process. He said, strive to enter by the narrow gate. For hard is the way. The process of spiritual alignment is a hard thing. It requires pruning. He said, the brand that bears fruit, you prune. Why must you prune me? Because of repentance. The word repentance is the word alignment for the one who wants to get the harvest. I spoke in a way that I must not speak to you. The Holy Spirit convicts me. Lord, I'm sorry for talking to your daughter in a way that does not align to kingdom principles. Lois, I spoke to you the other day in a way that is not right. Forgive me. Father, forgive me. Lois hates me. He's not aware or she's even aware. I found him, Father, what Lois did to me is hurting me. I let it go. Heal my heart. I let it go. Heal my heart. I let it go. Satan, you have no right to hold this against Lois. It is between him. It is between her and me and God. I forbid you. You cannot hold Lois to ransom because of this. I let it go. I let it go. Lord, let your love heal my heart. Thank you, Jesus. That is how we forgive. That is how we forgive. Otherwise, you say you are forgiven in your mind. Your mind didn't get hurt. It was your heart. So the day you see Lois, you say you are forgiven, then your heart will come. Boom, 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 boom. This girl. Until your heart and your mind is rightly aligned so that you don't, you don't desire your own sense of justice to be meted out to the one who wrongs you. You have not aligned. You have not forgiven. The reason why forgiveness is difficult for you is because you have not aligned. Why? Because you want your own sense of justice to be meted out to the one that you perceive has wronged you. That is why you are always in a hurry to break bottle. Father, everybody, this person that was, was, was speaking against me, die by fire. He won't die. She will never die. When she was a sinner, without Christ, Jesus loved her and died for her. It's not her sin against you. That will make her an enemy of God. Auntie Doris, you have, I've seen three children here. If this one slaps this one, and this one, because he can beat this one, begins to catch him and beat him, will you be happy? Why not? He is exercising uh, justice. He did what is wrong, and he wants to beat him. Is it wrong? It's not wrong. But why will you not be happy? Because you are a mother and you have your own sense of justice. You would want him to forgive, but you will punish this one in your own way, not in his way. To establish your influence in the home. So that this one will learn that I can't take the law into my own hands. And this one too will learn that I cannot misbehave against my fellow brother. This is what we call spiritual alignment. We align to the will of God. 
So when we talk about the vision of this ministry, that the vision of this ministry is to establish the governing influence of we are saying that until everybody behaves like Jesus, we will preach to you until your heart and your mind agrees with how God wants you to respond to the issues of life so that his glory can be made manifest through you. That's what we are saying. Are you here with me? Have you been blessed? I don't know what you heard, but I want you to close your eyes and say, Father, align me to the nature of Christ. Romans says, for those he foreknew, he predestinated that they be conformed to the image of his dear son. Lord, conform me. Align me. So that the harvest that you have prepared for me, the harvest you have prepared for me, I will not miss it. In the seasons that the harvest must manifest. Most of us, we have delayed our manifestation of the harvest because we have not been aligned in the season we were supposed to. Diverse weaknesses we have allowed to plague us. Lust, anger, impatience. Mention them. Wrongful statement. Father, align me. I repent. I repent. I repent. I align today. I renounce my... You say I should go and evangelize. I only evangelize Sunday, if, uh, Saturday evening when Bishop Oche sends me warning. Otherwise, I would not. I don't have that sense of urgency. Lord, I repent. Lord, I repent. I always do things at my pace. Lord, I repent. Lord, I repent. Align me, Lord. Lift up your voice and pray. Forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. I align my heart. I align my mind. I give you my soul. I give you my soul. Help me to bring glory to you. Help me to bring glory to you. Help me, Lord, to be concerned about your harvest. Help me, Lord, to stop thinking about the amount of money I want in this month. Help me to stop thinking about my personal breakthrough. Help me to think about things that will truly align me so that the wealth you have prepared for me will come. Talk to him. 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 Lord, I align the way I think. Renew me, Lord. Transform me by the renew of my mind. I, oh Lord, I give myself to your grace and to the word, the word. Of your that it will build me precept upon precept mindset upon mindset I repent Lord this is the Lord I repent I've been so unserious with you I don't read the Bible I don't pray I've been joking around and yet I want you to do great things for me Lord I repent to 
I understand you don't want me to walk as the Gentiles do. In the futility, the fruitlessness of their mindset. Because they are alienated from your life. Lord, you have given me your life. Therefore, I receive the mindset of your life. I receive the mindset of power, of honor. That I may walk before you and be blameless. That I may walk before you and be blameless. The Father, we may walk before you and be blameless. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Please rise your feet for me. Do your hands like this. Lift up your hands like this. Say this after me. Say, dear Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Which sanctifies and consecrates. And consecrate. Today, today, consecrate me. Consecrate me by your word, by your word, and by your spirit, and by your spirit. Pour your spirit in Pour me. your spirit in me, and help me. And help me that before this year comes to an end, before this year comes to an I end, I will be aligned. I will be aligned to the measure, to the measure of the stature of the stature of Christ Jesus. So the Lord, so Lord, every harvest, every harvest, spiritual harvest, spiritual harvest, financial harvest, financial harvest, health harvest, health harvest, kingdom harvest, kingdom harvest that you have laid in store for me, that you have laid will begin to manifest. Will begin to manifest. Let the doors that have been shut, let the door that has been be opened. Be open by your mercy, by your mercy, Lord, Lord, I yield to you, I yield to you, I surrender to I you, surrender to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I commit my days to you, I commit my, I commit my week to you, I commit, I commit the rest of the year to you. The rest of the I year, I dwell under your covering, I under your covering, I dwell under your covering, dwell under I abide in the secret place of the most high, of the most high. Oh Lord, oh Lord, reveal yourself to me, order my steps, order my steps, order my steps in the path of righteousness. For your namesake, for your name, for your namesake, for your namesake, for your namesake, and love what you want to do in this end time. Become relevant, become relevant in my life. In my life, let my life, let my life become become a conduit, a conduit of the manifestation of the manifestation of your glory, of your glory. I want you to pray shortly. And, and and talk to God about the week about your life. Jesus. What is on the table of your heart? Talk to Jesus yes, about Lord. it. We are going home. On to Jesus I surrender Lord to you I freely give I will never love and trust you in your Oh, 
Hold somebody's hand to two. Two two. Hold somebody's hand. And pray for the person that Father, I commit my brother to you, I commit my sister to you. Let your right hand destroy the works of the enemy. Anything that fight against the, the spiritual alignment of my brother, fight to deny him, to deny him of the divine harvest due his destiny. Lord, let it be destroyed. I pray that my brother, my sister, will enjoy the divine harvest that you have ordained for him, for her. Lift up your voice and pray. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His words. What a glory He shines on our way. And while we do His good will, he abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey. So let us trust and obey, for there is no other way. Father, I lift up my brothers, my sisters, my mothers to you. I release the unction of your presence. Holy Spirit, breathe upon every destiny represented here. I pray that Lord, every line be truly, every life be truly aligned, every mind be purged, and every misalignment be healed. I pray the Lord. You will work your work in the lives of my brothers and sisters and parents. That Christ will be formed in them. That the glory of this life will be made manifest. I take captivity captive in their lives. I destroy demonic altars. I pull down strongholds. I release them into the fruitions of your word and your counsel. I pray the Lord, the influence of the systems of darkness be broken. Thy kingdom come. Your kingdom come in their lives. Your kingdom come in their destinies. Your kingdom come in every area of their lives. And your will be done in their lives as it is in heaven. I pray the Lord, next time when I come here, I will see them advancing in fruitfulness. Jesus. That they are Testimonies will know no bounds. Amen. Because you have aligned them. And I pray for this branch. 
the Lord, this mount shall be filled with your fullness. Let the angels of Mount Zion Jesus. fill this place. Yes, Lord. Let the glory of Mount Zion fill this place. Jesus. Let this church grow. Build your church. Yes, Lord. Lord, let there be a harvest of souls. Let the souls of this community that are not born of you be rescued, be rescued, be rescued, be rescued by the light of the gospel of your salvation. And let the gospel of the kingdom break the kingdom of darkness and rescue souls. I pray that this place will overflow with saved souls. Jesus. With souls that want to be educated in divine alignment until Christ is fully made manifest. I pray the Lord, the children of this church be covered. The Lord, you reveal yourself to every child in their infancy. Place your hand upon them. Amen. Protect the children from sicknesses and diseases. Amen. Take them from every influence of the enemy. Amen. And let your name be revealed to them. Lord, visit them in their dreams. Yes, Lord. Visit them in the classroom. Yes, Lord. Visit them in the things they see and they watch and they hear. Yes, Lord. Lord, I pray, Jesus. protect these children. Yes, protect them. Yes, let the arrows of the enemy be quenched. Jesus. Make them vessels of honor. May they grow before you as trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. I pray for marriages represented here. Jesus. I pray for careers represented here. Yes, Lord. Reveal yourself. Anyone that has lost hope, restore hope. Restore joy. Restore hope. Restore joy. Jesus. Grant clarity. Jesus. I prophesy clarity yes, in Jesus name. Jesus name. Whatever I say, say amen. I receive it. I release God's goodness upon you. Amen. I receive. I release it. God's favor upon you. Amen. I the Lord will lift you up. Amen. The Lord will show you favor. Amen. The Lord will fight for you. Amen. The Lord will give you victory. Amen. The Lord will protect your health. Amen. The Lord will elevate you. Amen. Whatever you do shall prosper. Amen. The Lord will teach you to profit. Amen. The Lord will teach you to profit. Amen. The Lord will teach you to profit. The Lord will sanctify you. The Lord will consecrate you. The Lord will fulfill his promises to you. The Lord will accomplish his promises to you. The Lord who has begun a good work in your life will watch over it and bring it to a perfect end. Amen. In I the name of Jesus, Amen. this week and the rest of this month, um, the Lord will open doors for you. The Lord will satisfy you with good things. The Lord will satisfy you with good things. The Lord will give you double for more than what you have prayed for. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will cause them that rise up against you to fall for your sake. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will cause you to escape every trap of the fowler. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will satisfy you with long life and prosperity. And with his salvation, you shall awake in the likeness of the Lord, and you shall glorify God. Thank you, Jesus. Give the Lord a clap of and praise his holy name. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministries.